Welcome to the Business Sphere. On this podcast, we want to share real stories and real struggles from entrepreneurs who have been where you are. John Fong interviews business professionals and entrepreneurs in many fields to uncover their successes and challenges. We take a deep dive into their journey and provide you with tips and advice to help your business today. Thank you for listening to The Business Sphere. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. My guest today is Lindsay Chepkema, the CEO and co-founder of Casted. Casted helps marketers and brands see the value of and amplify their audio and video content, like podcasts and video. Thanks again for joining me today, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. Yeah, like I, I, I want to really dig deep on this journey of yours because I've been producing quite a lot of content. I've been working on podcasts for the last three years. I just have a recent YouTube video uh, channel and I've been writing tons of blogs and contributing and not just thought leadership positioning myself as a leader, but like internal content as well. So I have a lot of questions for you, but before we get into those questions, why not share with the listeners a little bit about yourself, how you became who you are today. So maybe share with the audience um, a little bit about your, your journey. Sounds good. Well, you said I could go back as far as I want. And I feel like um, I always give this, you know, I try to make it genuine and authentic, but it's the same story over and over. You know, I, I tell the same story. I, I, 15 years as a B2B marketer, um, before starting Casted, I was leading brand and content for a company, but, um, and that's all true, but I guess going back a little bit further and making it a little more fun and interesting for your listeners. I, you know, ever since I was a kid, I've always been, um, excited about being on stage and talking a lot. You can ask my family and sharing stories, um, telling stories. Um, and so it was really natural to me to get into marketing and it was really natural to me to be a storyteller on, on behalf of brands. Um, so I made a career out of it and ended up you know, leading teams and helping companies tell their stories and connect with other brands on a really human level. Um, and so that, that brought me to a global enterprise B2B company where I was leading brand and content um, and helping them do just that and um, started telling stories and sharing other people's stories really through audio and video exactly like what we're doing right now. Um, and there wasn't, I was, I was dumbfounded because there was no software platform for me, for my team, for my B2B global marketing team to harness the power of those stories, those audio and video um, stories, be them podcasts, webinars, you know, really highly produced brand videos, whatever it was, and to use them across multiple channels and get more value out of them and really measure the impact they're making on the business. So um, I set out to be the change I wanted to see and uh, started Casted two and a half years ago. That's amazing. Yeah. And I, I know there's always that shift that happens. And, and maybe I'm going to take a step back even. Um, did you study uh, business or marketing back in college, university? Sure. So I, um, I'm, I'm a nerd. I love school. Um, I know a lot, of, a lot of people don't. I, I was one of the nerds that did. Um, and so, yeah, I, I went to college for originally for graphic design and music, quickly changed my mind and got into marketing. Um, and yep, followed that path ever since. Um, but my path was always more the, the brand content, creative customer experience side of, of marketing. Um, 
and not as much of the business side. So that's really been more kind of on the job in, in the seat <laughs> learning. So, yeah. It's great to get your perspective because you seeing customer service end of things, which a lot of businesses don't start with, mm-hmm. right? Because by listening to your clients and getting feedback and understanding the problems, pain points, questions that people are having, then you can actually service them better, mm-hmm. change what's going on in systems processes. So you seeing it from the larger brands, how pivotal of those roles did you play in those 15 years that you mentioned to make an instrumental change in their business model? Mm-hmm. Like, because, you know, you coming from wherever that the college and graphic design to then leading teams to then making change in some of the brands. How, how did that work? Like, I, I would love to dissect that a little bit because corporate environment is a little bit different than starting your own business, I would yeah. say. Yeah, man, I, I haven't thought about it that way. Um, I, I love creating things. Um, I love building things and that's the common thread, right? Whether it's, you know, creating art and design and music in my earliest days um, or creating strategy for businesses, you know, over the last 15 years and implementing them and literally creating a blog post, creating a podcast or creating a team and creating workplace culture. That's one of the reasons that I took this leap was I was talking to my friend who's now my business coach. Um, she was like, you know, you, we were working on kind of what was next for me and what I, what I really truly wanted to do. And I thought, you know, naturally the next step would be getting further into marketing and taking the next steps there. And this opportunity came along to start Casted. And it was like, well, I'm not a CEO. I'm not, I'm not a founder. And she was like, well, we've been talking a lot over the last few months about how you love creating, you love building. And I had this realization that that absolutely carries over with creating a workplace, creating a work environment, creating a culture, creating a team. Um, yes, creating a project, a product. Yes, creating a category. Um, and so that's that's been the common thread for me and my kind of north star. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I really answered your question, but yeah, it, great, thank you. No, because you know those those years that you've learned, harvest all mm-hmm. those skill sets from working with so many people, individuals, yeah. you know, management teams, C-suites, um, going to those boardroom meetings or me yeah. even engaging with customers, right? Yes. Um, giving you feedback from the customer standpoint, customer service. Like you're dealing with so many people mm-hmm. and you're, you're communicating and getting different perspectives all the time. But when you're pushing it through to management, Like, was there always that struggle? Because, you know, people Uh can't see the real value of why change needs to occur. They're kind of pro, they're not, you know, proactive, they're reactive most of the time. Yeah, I don't think a whole lot of people wake up in the morning and say, I can't wait for somebody to bring me something that's going to change the way that I want, you know, that I do my my life, right? Like, nobody's like, oh, I can't wait for what change is going to happen today. Um, And I think that, you know, to your point, how does that work and how did that show up at various points throughout my career? That's been, that's also been a common thread. I mean, whether you are a designer or a, an early in your career marketer, or you're a content marketer, or you're working on strategy, or you're a marketing leader, or you're a consultant, or you're leading an agency, all of which I've, I've done, you're introducing change. And so, and 
truly, I think that that, that prepared me for this seat because that's, that's sitting in the CEO role too. It's, it's working with a lot of different parties and having people come to you with ideas for change, going to the world, to investors and to, to customers and saying, hey, here's change. So I think, how does that work? It's a lot of listening. It's a lot of, you know, um, connecting, you mentioned connecting with customers and working with customers. That that always has to be the touchstone, right? So you're if you are, again, whether you're a designer or you're a marketer, you're in any area of the business, you're a leader, it always has to come back to what's going to be best for the market, for the for the customer, and for the market, which will then be best for the business. And um, and sometimes the customer, quite often, the customer is our internal employees, right? Like what's going to be best for for our customers, the team, the employees that work here. How can we best take care of them? And so, it's it's always having that it's empathy, right? Um, the, the the leader with the most empathy wins. That, that's amazing. So tell tell me, I know uh, two and a half years ago you left corporate to then start this new journey between that and maybe you reached out to coaches or you had for a lot of discussions with multiple individuals but what triggered you to start this did you have this grandiosis idea did you have a network or people pitching you different ideas like what triggered you to start this new SaaS business versus just continue on with your your current role yeah, so the, there's kind of like a, an upper story and a lower story. So the upper story is the, the simpler one, which is I was um, working as a you know, marketing leader, this VP of marketing at this enterprise SaaS company, um, trying to, like I mentioned, it's podcast, all this content, I was leading content. Um, and I was frustrated that we couldn't do with it that we all that we knew we could. It was very manual. We weren't getting, we had, I had all these marketing problems, marketing leader problems. And um, uh, Scott Dorsey, who is the um, was the found, one of the founders of Exact Target, which was acquired by Salesforce, he's now um, a VC at uh, a venture um, venture fund and, and venture studio here in Indianapolis called High Alpha. And he reached out to me. Um, we I, we didn't know each other before, but he knew that I was I was running this content team and that we had a podcast. And he reached out to me and said, "Hey, you know, we're we're kind of we're interested in B two B podcasting and and." you know, through the grapevine, I heard that you're doing a podcast at this company. I'd love to talk with you. And so we talked and the more we got into it, I was like, look, you know, here's the opportunity. Here's what needs to happen in the world of B2B marketing, just based on my 15 years of experience. And that turned into, Hey, what if we started this company? What if, what if I took this leap and he and high alpha were there to say, come do it here. You know, we can support you. We can help you transition from marketing leader to CEO. We'll, we'll, you know, we have all these resources around you to help make it happen. And I brought in two co-founders who are incredible, Adam and Zachary. And uh, we did the thing, the lower story. So that's the upper story, right? That was, that was the literally, how did that happen? The lower story is yes. You said, did I have a coach? Um, did I have people talking to me? I, I was doing a lot of work myself. Um, really interested in you know leadership and management and, and um, personal growth. And I'm obsessed with Brene Brown, who just re- released a new book two days ago, which I I love so much. Um, and so I think I I was I was ready. Um, I have a coach that I mentioned my who's one of my good friends who's now my executive coach, and I had kind of been doing the work to be ready to even respond to that opportunity, which I think if I hadn't been, it would have just been like, well, this isn't for me. You know, this, this is for someone else. I, I'm on this path. I'm on path A and this is path Q. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's a little bit of both. You have to be ready for whatever life could throw your way because it is not linear. 
So how has that journey been for the last couple of years um, from, you know, working with a brand that's established with a team that's already built with skill set and they've already hired people to be on your team. Now you have to do everything yourself, right? Um, I know there's a difference. I bootstrap my business in agency, so it's a little bit different in that sense. But you come from VC and there's resources, access and I, and I know a lot like people in this world that's always looking for funding, right? Mm-hmm. To get the ball rolling, but you got that covered starting this agency. So um, how did that last couple of years been for you? And has it been, has it been easy? Has like, if you don't mind sharing, that would be. Yeah. Fun. Oh my gosh. I wish I could say it's been so easy. It's been a breeze. It's just been, you know, one transition after another, just, smooth all the time. No, it's been hard. I mean, it's, it's, it is the quintessential startup roller coaster, right? I mean, um, there are times where just when you think you're ding, 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 you're going up the hill and you're like, surely, surely we must be near the top, right? Like this, this scary time is going to be over and it just keeps going. And then the, the floor drops out from under you and it's exciting, an exciting drop down the other side of the hill and then up and turns and curves and sometimes you're upside down. Um, you know, we've grown like crazy being, being venture backed from the start. Um, you know, we've, we, we had our, you know, startup capital in the studio and then we raised series, our seed round and then series A earlier this year. Um, series B will be, you know, sometime next year. Um, so yeah, you're kind of always raising, you kind of have these couple of different audiences. You have your, your customers and you have investors. And of course you always have your team. We've been growing like crazy pandemic in there just for fun um so it's been it's been wild um but i wouldn't have it any other way it's it's one of the most rewarding certainly the most rewarding thing i've ever done professionally um and and scary and terrifying and exhilarating and fun and it's uh it's it's pretty incredible and i think moving from working in a corporate environment whatever level you are to then taking that mindset shift to now you are in charge and now you're responsible for other people's livelihood, right? Your staff, yeah. employees, investors, and you're now it. Yep. Um, do you, is it scary? Like I, I know for myself, like my full agency is all about taking care of my people. right? Which is my staff and clients and all the vendors, suppliers and everyone else that I touch. Mm -hmm. But now you're, you're it, you are fully responsible for their livelihood. Yeah. How has that changed you? Yeah, no pressure, right? Um, (laughs) It's funny, because there's a certain amount of freedom. um, And in that where, you know, I've, I think the middle management, like being a manager at a company, a people leader, whether that's, you know, lower level, upper level, C-suite, wherever it is, <clears throat> when you are in that role, you're, you're in between, you're sandwiched and you are, you know, you're accountable to leadership and, and to, a, to a, you have to fit within a culture that already exists, um, especially I mean, through the pandemic. I mean, you had managers that were trying to balance the needs of their people with the demands of their leadership. And, you know, can my team work from home versus, you know, the leaders are saying they need to be in the office and any other example, you know, out there, we've all, we've all seen it. Whereas when you're in this position, you get to, you get a lot more freedom to write the script as, as you see fit and, and you, you are ex- 
exactly spot on. It's about the people first. I mean, that 100%. It's about your people. It's about the team. It's about your customers. Uh, it's about your audience first. And when you have that in mind, you're going to be, you're going to be set up, setting them, them up for the most healthy version of success possible. But with that freedom comes a whole lot of responsibility and a whole lot of pressure to, to do right, you know, and, and to create that, that atmosphere in that workplace that people want to be a part of and that people feel, feel good about and feel healthy and feel supported and feel valued. Um, because when they do, and when, and when you, when you, you, you're talking about pressure, um, any leadership position, whether it's starting your own business, I'm sure you feel this too, or, or you're on a team, it's the more you can surround yourself by great people, um, the better you're going to be. And then it doesn't all fall on you. You know, you can delegate, you can ask for guidance, you can seek wisdom, you can set people free to go do what needs to be done. And um, yeah. Well, that's a great answer. So I'm going to take a pivot here from the, the journey part to actually your business, right? So I know you, you spotted an opportunity and you had this aha moment speaking to the VC to start something. Um, why pod, podcast, audio and video? Um, and how is it different from some of the other SaaS software right now out there? Or are you creating a new niche in category altogether? Sure. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Why? I think that tie together. Um, I, as I mentioned, I've had lots and lots of years in, in B2B marketing. I've seen it from every angle. And what I've seen happen over the last decade or two is, you know, digital marketing was a thing. Let me go back way, go back a very long time. Digital marketing was a thing. We finally, as, as a world, had, you know, businesses had the opportunity to communicate with their audiences in real time. I mean, you think about it, before digital marketing, it was print something and ship it to people. And now it was like blogs and websites. And that was a beautiful thing. And then it turned into, okay, well, maybe Google can help me get in front of those people. And then, okay, well, now we need to start measuring it. And then social media came on the scene and all of these things happened to say, okay, more communication and more measurement, right? And that was great until it wasn't. And I've experienced this like obsession, obsession with data and with metrics and with measurement and therefore with serving algorithms over audiences, um, automating over authenticity, um, conversions over connections, right? All of those things are important, but they aren't the most important thing. Like those human connections are the most important thing. And so why audio and video? Well, I mean, we're doing this right now because it's the best way to connect with each other. And when people can listen into our conversation, they, they innately, they, they just do feel more connected with you and me. And connection breeds trust and trust builds relationships and relationships are what lead to, um, to those conversions and to sales and long-term relationships that we all want and need as businesses, right? So why audio and video? Connection, um, which is good for everyone. It's good for humanity and it's good for business. Um, and then you go back to the, the state of, of digital marketing, the state of media. What, what existed and what does exist all throughout the world is a whole lot of point solutions and tools that help measure that chaos and help measure all of those, you know, algorithmic, you know, conversion optimization things, as opposed to saying, how do we holistically help an entire world of B2B marketers actually connect their brands, the humans of their brands to the humans of their audiences? Nothing, nothing has existed to do that. Nothing existed to harness audio and video 
to do that. And so, yeah, um, to answer another part of your question, we're creating a whole category. We're creating a whole new way of approaching marketing to say, what if you started with a conversation? What if you started exactly where you and I are right now and record a conversation, take it into audio and video content, and then ring it out? Use that to fuel all of those connections across many other channels and then measure it in ways that not only matter to marketing, but matter to the business as a whole. Um, and we call that amplified marketing. So how are you amplifying those voices of the experts that you have in those audio and video content pieces um, across other channels and measuring it in ways that matter? That's very interesting and great explanation. So <laughs> in terms of um, the data points, and maybe you can give a snapshot on your business on who would most, you know, satisfy the persona that would want to purchase your software. And what kind of value do you have internally and externally to amplify, you know, the, the bond relationships internally so that messaging is consistent and free flowing and it's easy to extract versus mm -hmm. the external and trying to cultivate and have metrics on conversions, like you mentioned, but more so on real relationships, like you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. Um, amplified marketing is for everyone, right? So whether you are a, a, an ideal customer for Casted or not, anyone can take audio and video content that you even record on your phone and say, okay, how else am I going to use this? I'm going to post this on Spotify and I'm also going to take it and you know use parts of it for social media and I'm going to write a blog post about it. Like and that's that's the the most basic version of amplified marketing, right? Is how can I use a conversation at the core, ring it out, amplify it, get more value out of it, um, give more value from it, right? But for casted, um, our software so our software platform and we are most ideally made for um, B2B marketers at you know, mid-market to enterprise size companies. So our customers are Salesforce, PayPal, Caterpillar, HubSpot, Drift, Gong, things like that. Um, and how do we work? So really, you know, we're, we're recording this show now. Um, you're going to go have it produced somehow. You're going to edit it a little bit. So it's right where you want it to be. And then in theory, you would upload it into Casted. You'd get a transcription that you could use across other channels. Um, you'd be able to pull clips and key takeaways um, that you could share on social media. You could equip your sales team with it and, and get it out into the market that way. Um, embed pieces of it on your website into your blog posts. Um, we also give you a, a page where all of that content lives on your site. Um, so it's easy for your team to access or for your audience to access and get um, really a brand experience as they do it. And then we give you ways to go back and search through content that you already have so you can repurpose it and reuse it later and continue to amplify the value of it um, and then measure it in ways that matter. So we give you, you talked about how do you measure those engagements? How do you measure those relationships? Um, we try to meet everybody where they are and say, okay, if downloads matter to you now, if impressions matter to you now, we're going to give you that information, but we're also going to show you not just how many people are viewing your content, a number of downloads. We're also going to show you who, like who is consuming your content, what companies, what accounts are touching your content. Um, how can that connect in CRM to say, here's the value that it's, it could potentially bring into your, to your business. Um, and when you know who, again, it goes, it all comes back to humanity and into being human. When you know the who, not just the how many, you can start to connect on a more human level and say, well, you know, John was listening to our podcast. Let's reach out and say, you know, what did you think? And, and how can we provide more value? 
that's where you can start to break down the barriers of this. I'm a brand sending you content and instead say, I'm a human trying to connect with you. And, and the great thing about the software that I found very unique is the, the ability to scrape index and then uh, search mm-hmm. audio and video and then pull together, you know, topical relevant keywords and then put together some sort of marketing campaign, right? Yeah. Where you can then do drip campaigns or some sort of funnels and, and even paid ad campaign sequences, right? Where it allows you to really focus. And another thing you just mentioned was to then dissect having your CRM indicate who actually open, follow through and absorb the content. So when you then reach out, you can already have a further discussion knowing what they kind of absorb in the earlier days, weeks, before you reach out to them, right? So right. it's all about the relationship, but it's also scary, right? Like, because people want to know that you know, but they don't because it's like <laughs> kind of creepy sometimes that they know yeah. more than you think, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just like how all big major search engines and every, every tool out there, they know a lot. Yeah. And this is good and bad. Mm-hmm. right? Or for the world, really, because, you know, even our device right now, our, our phone, everyone knows that people are crawling and knowing exactly where you are, what you're doing, what you're searching, who are you making phone calls to? Like, it's, it's kind of scary. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And I mean, it's what we provide and what we advocate is, again, connection. Um, and, anyone, whether it's just literally people, humans, right? So you can, you can walk into a party and you can aim to connect and, and meet people and, and network and build relationships and, you know, start to establish some trust, or you can go in and you can be super creepy and walk around the room asking everybody if they want to buy from you, right? Like you can do that as a person in a room with other people. Um, and it's not any different online. It's not any different um, with websites or with, you know, podcasts or with content. You can be, you can say, hey, you know, you came to our website. Like that's, that's a common thing now. We know you did. How can we be helpful? How can we give you more information? You know, I want to, I'll step away slowly if you're not interested or you can be super creepy and be like, hey, I know you were here. Do you want to buy something? Um, And, you know, we also don't provide like any personal information that makes it creepy, but I mean, it's, it's all in how you, um, collect it either, but it's all on how you um, approach it and how you how you connect as a human, right? Um, when you seek first to connect and provide value as a human being, regardless of the context or format, um, that's that's always what's going to lead to the the greatest outcome, right? So, uh, question: Do you fe- find that the software is valuable for internal more so, or more external for? pushing out content to their audience through marketing. Yeah. So we actually, um, we're made for and most commonly used for external. So for content marketing. Um, so like, you know, what we're doing right now, like in this, this show. However, there are lots of internal use cases too, including our own. So I actually do, we do a, a what we call the podcast, the board of directors podcast, where um before every quarterly board meeting, I record a little podcast just saying like, hey, here's what we're going to talk about. Here's some of the high level numbers, my VP of finance, my two co-founders talk about product and revenue. Uh, and we give kind of a 10 minute update of what we're going to get into in the, in the board meeting. And then as all of the related resources um, that are provided in Casted, that's the pre-reads and the deck and everything we need to vote on and the meetings from the last board meeting. And that gives our board, you know, not only a chance for them to experience our products every, every quarter, but 
um, they have everything they need in one place, just like you want your audience and your customers to. So um, yeah, lots of different ways it can be used. Yeah, no, that's very interesting. So where do you see yourself in the next couple of years, five, 10 years down the road? Uh, because as you know, things change. Uh, mm-hmm. Evolution happens in, in a lifespan, right? As you know, um, being a founder, even this past year, as a COVID hit, you probably had to pivot and change the direction many times over. Mm-hmm. Where do you see yourself uh, in the company? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. Uh, lots of change. Um, the only thing constant about startups is change. Um, however, the, the North Star has never changed. And, and my vision from that first conversation about like, hey, what if we did this thing has never changed. I, I truly believe you know, we're going to change the world or at least the B2B marketing world. Um, I think we already are with saying, Hey, it doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't have to be all about algorithms and and optimization. That's part of it, but the priority is people. And as marketers, we're all here to connect our brands and the people of our brands with the people of our, of our customers. And, um, and I truly believe that amplified marketing is going to do that. It's, it's the next, it is the next way to do marketing and, and casted is the platform to, to support it. Um, so that said, you know, we've, we've got so much growth ahead. We've got so much um, expansion to do and so many people to reach. And uh, that's, that's what I think is ahead. It's just growing the platform, continuing to really, truly innovate and reach more people and um, really introduce the whole world to Amplified Marketing. Thank you. And I, I know you mentioned mid-level to larger brands that you're focused on. Most of our audience is more SMBs. Mm-hmm. Uh, will you kind of introduce that lower tier or a, uh, some sort of service offering for the, the content creators, the, the business owners that are producing a lot of content, um, either through YouTube or, or po- audio, like podcasting? Um, Maybe. Possibly, you know, if there's enough demand, um, I mean, reach out, tell us that's what you want. And uh, let me know, find me, uh, find, find us on, on, come to our website, tell our little podcast chat about that that's what you want. Um, we've thought about it. And, you know, with, with, a, with a startup, you, you have to build it. Um, you have to build, even if you're building a more simplified model of something, um, it takes, it takes uh, actual time and an actual effort and actual investment so if there is demand absolutely yeah definitely well thanks a lot Lindsay. this has been a lot of fun um how can some of the audience uh, members get a hold of you touch base with you or reach out to you yeah. if you don't mind sharing some of your social handles or uh contact info I don't mind at all. I, I am very active on LinkedIn. Um, if you can spell my last name, you can find me. Um, and Twitter, I'm Casted Lindsay. Um, uh, and our website is casted.us. And we're on Twitter at GoCasted. And we also, I'm, I'm pretty active on Instagram too. So Amazing. Well, all that will be in the show notes. I really want to thank you again, Lindsay, for being on the show. Hopefully you had fun. I definitely did. I learned a lot and uh, we'll stay in contact and be in touch. If you're ever up north in Toronto, reach out to me (laughs) and we we can catch up. But thanks again for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to our latest podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the business sphere and share this episode. Tune in next week for more interviews from entrepreneurs. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>